Backstage here at Defy at Alma Mater with Alex Reynolds from the Dark Order. Hello. AEW superstar. He is here uh, backstage at Defy. So welcome to Defy, man. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm, you know, this is right after our match. And man, that was so much fun. Awesome. So much fun. That crowd was so wild. It was very cool to be here. I yep. was, uh, it was always a goal of mine, uh, even before I was in AEW, to come out here. Uh, so it's cool that it it could happen. Yeah. And this is kind of an exclusive show, man. Like, other than AEW, you don't do too many shows outside of AEW, do you? No, no. I, I'd like to. Yeah. Um, and it's tough. Like, I have a 18-month-old son. Yeah. So it's Congratulations. Like Thank you. So yeah. it's like that weird balance of like, okay, I want to do these shows, yep. but nah, it's time away. Like, yeah. You know, so I... I try to be very selective, but I do just, I started out in indie wrestling. Yep. Like I miss that, the intimate crowds. People like, on top of yeah, each other. Yeah. Like I, don't get me wrong. I love oh, yeah. arenas filled with people. Mm -hmm. like, it's wild, but it's such a, uh, like a nostalgic, almost like romantic feeling to be back in yeah. like an intimate setting like this. It was so much fun. Absolutely, yeah. man. So, you know, let's rewind to 2020. Uh, you guys are, you know, the pandemic hits. And, you know, I remember watching, you know, when Cody Rhodes came out and, and he gave that statement about the pandemic and, and you guys continuing on. What was that like wrestling in pretty much in front of no one? Just like the, like, you know, talent around the ring and stuff. What was that like? Must have been a very unique and surreal experience. It was because, you know... Uh, John Silver and I have been wrestling for maybe like 14 years at this point. And wow. This is what we, you know, our goal was always to to make it wrestle on TV, wrestle in front of these packed arenas. And yeah. we we started with AEW before the pandemic, so yep. like we were like, yes, we made it, we did it. Like yeah. this is awesome. And then it was like, boom, pandemic, and it was like, <laughs> oh man, like yeah. it was it was just weird. Like you had to like really mentally psych yourself up and yeah. it's like all right like this is still tv like this is still like we have to go and and if even if you look back at those matches like i don't think many people will because there's no crowd yeah but like there were so many good matches and guys just busting their ass and killing themselves yeah just to keep the show going mm -hmm. it was it was a very strange experience yeah but and also like a very cool one because Everybody like bonded together, yeah, and like, hey, like we're in this crazy situation. We have to make the best of it. Yeah. So, like wrestling, it was weird because you're like, I don't know if I'm having a good match because there's no crowd to play off yeah. of. Yeah, um, but everyone was just out there busting their ass and wanting to put on the best show and seeing people's like responses online, like, hey, like you guys, you know gave us such good entertainment during this but you didn't get the immediate reaction so. no yeah. no that was the thing yeah it was it was such it, it feels like Is this match going well, well right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I hope people think this is good yeah because I don't know but yeah it was it was a very unique experience one that hopefully no one has to experience in again. the world will ever have to experience again but it was a, definitely a I hate to say special because it's well it's, yeah 
it, it's a snapshot of an odd time. Yes, yeah, and it was just because of a terrible thing that was happening yeah. in the world. But yeah, we the locker room just really bonded and put out just great stuff. That's great, man. Yeah. So you you mentioned it. Fourteen years you've been wrestling. Um, what was your first memory growing up of of wrestling? Uh, being terrified of that Undertaker Royal Rumble '94 okay thing where he floats, he's buried yes. in the casket, and yep. he just rises up. Yokozuna I, I remember yep. just being like running out of my room, terrified. Okay, that and uh, for some reason, Doink the Clown. Okay, just yeah, those, of course, those the, the characters, man. Just, yeah, and then it just snowballed from yeah. there, and and I was just always, always a fan, and even like as I was getting older, if I like stopped watching for like i always just came back yeah. to like it just hooked its teeth in me and never <laughs> never let go <laughs> so did you like collect the figures did oh, you do backyard wrestling i still of- i still collect the figures nice okay okay <laughs> yeah big big action figure fan yeah huge had my own little action figure federation christmas day big show okay, so you're yeah. part of the like smart mark sterling uh, yeah. you know matt cardona oh, yeah. brian myers uh, crew 100 percent, 100 percent. well i probably shouldn't admit this but well into like freshman year of college nice <laughs> uh, so um yeah i loved it backyard wrestle like it yeah. was i I like to say that I didn't go to my junior prom because my friends and I were backyard wrestling. Truth is, I couldn't go to date. Yeah. <laughs> but we ended up backyard wrestling that day. What was your name? Um, so we would just, like, we didn't have, like, oh, God, this is terrible to admit. But, like, we were just such big, like, WWF fans that we each had, like, different WWF guys. Okay like our own roster and yeah. we would just be those different people who were you um i was triple h undertaker um god uh maybe cactus jack i want to say like I wasn't no. Uh, maybe uh, Jerry Lynn. I remember. Okay, I remember nice, Jerry Lynn. Dude. Yeah, yeah, which is so funny now. Do you ever go to ECW shows? No. Okay. No. Okay. I, I was too young. Yep. Um, yep. I don't think my parents would have. No. Would have let me. <laughs> um, but I wish. Like I was. I was watched it on when it was on. Uh, uh, Madison Square Garden the, Channel yeah, or whatever. MSG, that, yeah. I would yeah. stay up late. Um, I loved it. Like yeah. that's where I first, you know, saw like Mikey Whipwreck and Dreamer yep. and all these guys that would later play a, a cool part in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. So where did you start training and, and how'd you hear about a place where you could actually become a wrestler? Uh, so there was a small school, maybe like five minutes from my house called critical mass pro wrestling. Awesome. And, uh, I was like 16 and I was like, man, I think I'm just too young. I'm yeah. too young. So like, I would always just kind of keep track on it. And then it merged into this company, uh, NYWC, the New York yeah. wrestling connection. Mikey Whipwreck. Yep. Yeah. So I was trained by Mikey. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember seeing, uh, Brian Myers and Cardona get yeah. signed. Yeah. And I was like, this is Mikey's the the trainer. This yep. is a legit trainer. Like this is where I'm going. And in 2006, I signed up. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool, man. Do you remember your first match? Yes. It's actually pretty cool. It was uh, myself and Dan Barry. Okay. Against uh, Trent and Tony Nese. Wow. Yeah. Two guys that you're working with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. And Dan Barry's still wrestling, dude. Yeah. And I love Dan. He's so underrated. Yeah. Um, helped me out so much. I was just so nervous and 
you know, the four of us were close and we had like a, from what I remember, like I remember everyone telling us afterwards, I didn't know any better, but like, they're like, Oh my God, that shouldn't have been that good for your first match. I was in there with three really good guys. Yeah. So yeah, it helped, but yeah, it's, it's cool to see like, yeah, now I work with Trent and, and Tony yeah. and it's, you know, it's, it's just so cool that our paths took mm-hmm. very different twists and turns, but we all ended up together. Where did you meet John Silver for the first time? So John, I signed up for NYWC. John, I remember him coming down with, I think, his mom to okay. the school. Nice. He was 14. Oh, wow. He was wow. just a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he signed up maybe like two weeks after I did. Cool. And the... I, I don't know how we figured it out, but we lived like maybe 15 minutes away from awesome. each other. I was 19, so yeah. I, I had a car, and his mom asked if, you know, if her or her dad drops him off, if I can take him home. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's not a problem. And that's where, like, you know, we literally started pretty much from, you know, the ground up, and it's, it's cool that we grown up together absolutely much. yeah and it was awkward car rides because being a 19 year old kid driving around a 14 year old kid yeah it's like what am i gonna talk about like i'm a freshman in college yeah. i'm going out to bars like trying to meet girls he's a freshman in high school like what, what are we gonna so it was very quiet sure car rides and then over time it's just you know so yeah we started pretty much at the same time that's cool man yeah so after 14 years, uh, you come into AEW and tell me, let, let, let's go back to that moment where you sign your first big contract with, with a company on TV, and now this can be your full-time living. What was that like, man? It was, uh, it was uh, like so many emotions. Yeah. You know, I remember like talking to my wife and just being like, it's weird because this is something that I always wanted, something that I always dreamed of, something that like deep down, like I knew if I just kept going, it'll happen. Yeah. And then I was like, but I get to do like, this is my dream job. Yeah. Like not, it's, it was just like, not everybody gets to do this. Mm -hmm. Like why did this happen? Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, well 14 years of grinding and hustling and grinding and hustling. And it was just Surreal yeah. is is literally the best word. It was absolutely, and it still is. Yeah. It, it still is, um, absolutely surreal. Uh, That's awesome. And it was such a cool moment, and it's one that I won't forget when the Young Bucks pulled us aside and told us like, "Hey, like we're going to offer you full time contracts," and like they told us that, like hugged, walked away. We turned, and it was like. Uno, Stu, uh, Orange, Chuck yep. Taylor, Trent, Brody. Yep. All these people uh, you it, just came up it, I'm with. getting literally goosebumps thinking about it. I just yeah. remember Brody just yelling like, yeah! Yep. And like giving us a big, like, it's a moment I will never, never forget. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, RIP to Brody Lee. Uh, legend and and you know you, you spoke of a good memory, but uh, when I say the name Brody Lee and, and and with your time with him as a friend, uh, is there a memory that that stands out as like you know the personification of what he meant? You know, um, so it's two like twofold. There's 
like all of our BTE stuff yes. that we did with Brody yeah. was hilarious. Oh my! Like I would, I would walk out of the room with a headache and my abs hurting from just laughing so hard. Yeah. It was like the best time. But personally, my memory of Brody is like we always had very like real life conversations yeah. you know uh i signed my contract my wife wanted to you know start a family buy yeah. a house she, she waited for me for a while to get to get my act together get your shit together <laughs> yeah. bro yeah. yeah so now that it was like hey honey i signed a full-time contract okay i'm good cool. we're, we're Let's starting go. we're starting now <laughs> okay um so like i just talking to him about like buying a house starting yeah. a family you know i mean he was just the 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 best father and yeah. everybody will say that about and it's true yeah. you know and it i think about him a lot cuz there's times where i'm like man i wish i could like just talk to him about yeah. my son and things we're going through and you know milestones yeah. and just see how he handled like it, i miss those real life cuz you don't I'm friends like you have so many friends yeah but it's a lot of like oh we're friends and we talk wrestling some personal stuff but sure. like Birdie was someone that I felt comfortable yeah who like had made it and you know did all these things so I was like man like this is the guy I want to talk you know talk to him about contracts that, yeah. like stuff that I don't know about yeah and he was just that person I would always go to and have like real life talks so that's probably what I I miss the most but yeah. also cherish the most awesome and i'm sure you've been able to kind of bro down with his son you know have some good experiences with yeah. his son that's yeah. awesome he's, he's he loves wrestling so much yeah um and he he weirdly already has like a great mind for it really like he'll like say stuff to us and i'm like how do you know like yeah that this is how you should do like it's he loves it, and I'm so excited to kind of see him grow up and see where what he does, where he goes. You know, the whole yeah. it, it's great to see that whole family, and you know, uh, like Amanda's there every week. Yep. The kids come when they can. Um, it's always just very a very special time when they're around and they love it they're yeah. running around brody is either hitting people with kendo sticks or just causing <laughs> trouble <laughs> it's amazing yeah. so you know just to lighten the mood up a little bit just uh just a random question here um with it. if you had you know unlimited amount of money and resources to pick you know your favorite musician of all time to write a custom theme song for you or you in the dark order who would you choose If I have unlimited money, can I have two choices? Sure. One is a backup, just in case. Okay. And this is going to come out of left field. Okay. The first one, not so much. First one, Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Um, the boss. Yeah. Second one, very random. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay. Big Phantom of the Opera fan. Okay. Love me some musicals. Musical guy. I love him. Yeah. Well, I just saw Hamilton. It nice. was mind-blowing. Okay. Um, but yeah, like something like phantom yeah of the opera as hit me with it there we go the yeah. boss or andrew lloyd webber very different, let's go let's very go different you know ends yeah. of the spectrum but i think those would be the the top two that's awesome yeah. man 
Uh, so when you're not, you know, wrestling or, you know, what kind of stuff are, do you get into? What, what, what kind of stuff do you like to do on your downtime? Oh, man. Uh, I love I'm really getting into old movies. Cool. Like uh casablanca i started yeah. watching like charlie chaplin movies really so, yeah, yeah there's just something that fascinates me about like old like hollywood yeah i just feel like it's such a cool time like 1920s 1930s hollywood yeah um and then other than that like i live a very boring sure. life. i'm pretty much a full-time dad and yeah you know then i go away for a few days and wrestle and come home and I'm just raising my son. It's, nice. It, I mean, I can't complain yeah. because it's, it's a good life. Yeah, like I, not many dads get to have that much time with their son mm-hmm. or daughter. You get like, to go be a superhero, and then you get to come back and be a dad. Yeah, yeah. And one quick story. It was very funny. Uh, my wife and I were watching an episode of Dark. Like she yeah. wanted to see my match, so we watched it. And I was like, "All right, I gotta go take a shower." And I stand up, and I have like drool and yep. spit up my hair's a mess like it was a long day with him we were yep. playing and i'm like this is like do you see this guy on yep on tv yep you know all hot stuff tan yep. look like wet hair yeah and then like there's this <laughs> yeah this is like the duality yep. of man like, yeah yeah so it's dad it's, mode yeah and it's been fantastic that's awesome well congratulations man thank you Uh, thank you for coming to Defy and we hope to have you guys back I I truly hope so this has been such a fun experience that crowd was it's you know you have such a different appreciation for you know shows and crowds like this oh man Um, I should be like tired after wrestling but like man I'm so jacked up and I don't want to really have a match, but I would go back out there. And, okay, and let's heartbeat. get book it, book it, <laughs> let's Jim. Go, let's go, go Matt, Jim. <laughs> no, it's it's. I would come back anytime. Awesome, I, this place is fantastic. Awesome. Well, pick a scar on your body for our last question. Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. Oh man, um, I have a scar on like my back shoulder blade okay. and uh, bent pinky finger okay uh, from taking i was in czw and yes. we in like some crazy match and I czw was, say no more yeah <laughs> yeah czw crazy match really yeah imagine that um, the table was set up on the stairs in the guardrail and i was lying on it and uh i think jake chris did like double knees through the table onto me and i got nervous and went like this and tore a ligament in my pinky and wow i remember like asking like is, like is there a doctor because i never did like the death matches sure. or stuff like that. I was like, Oh, is there a doctor here? And there was just like this, like half ass medical person there. Yeah. And she's, I was like, yeah, my fingers all messed up. And she's like, well, I have tape and this pencil. <laughs> she like broke a pen. I'm like, there's people like going through glass and yeah. bleeding and like someone can get really, really hurt. And you have, you have a pencil. Like, you have nothing in yeah. your little stupid bag. Like you are no help. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow. Thankfully, not too many scars. Though. Yeah, thankfully, thankfully you didn't thankfully, go through the glass that yes, night. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> awesome. Man, thank you so much for your time, dude. No, this has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Right on. Join the Dark Order. Always. Raise that jump!